Welcome to the Startup Smarter Podcast, the best audio show for people who are ready to turn their big ideas into big income. Each week, we explore effective business strategies, guest interviews, and success stories that will help transform the hard grind of starting a business into a smarter and more scalable experience. Here's your host, Joe Johnson. Welcome back to another episode of the Startup Smarter Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Johnson. And on today's podcast, I'm sitting down with my good friend, Brianna Jones from the premium women's streetwear brand, Mona Delano. But first, it's time for listener shoutouts, where each week we'll select a random review to be read on the show. Then we'll take those names and enter them into a drawing to win a special prize at the end of the month. That being said, this week's shoutout goes out to Gopher Gabby, who writes, I really enjoyed the podcast, and I appreciate that it applies the successful entrepreneurship in general, rather than in a specific niche. It's great to hear actionable information episodes and also content that is more for mindset and motivation. Joe is a great host and it's refreshing to hear a podcast from someone still in the trenches. A Tony Robbins or a Gary Vaynerchuk is great, but at times their advice is way more advanced than I'll ever get to. Thanks, Gopher Gabby. I really appreciate the feedback. And just like that, you've been entered into the contest to win our very special prize at the end of the month. Now, if you would like for me to read what you write on the air, go ahead, head over to iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a review. That's all you have to do. All right, back to the episode. So on today's episode, I want to talk about fashion and more specifically, the e-commerce side of it. Because with the technology and tools that are available today, it has never been easier to launch a clothing business. However, it's often easy to forget that some of the biggest names out there started from humble places as well. For instance, you think of the brand Supreme, which is huge now, was originally sold out of a small skateboarding shop in New York before it got big. Or that Louis Vuitton was first opened in Paris back in 1854 when Louis was 43 And fun fact, Vuitton was originally open as a luxury luggage store. So in this episode, I wanted to bring a guest on who's in the trenches right now, who's building a luxury clothing brand online. So we're going to get into how she goes about making the clothes, how she ships them, how she gets the word out, and so much more. So stick around because we're about to jump into all this stuff. All right. I hope you enjoy my episode with Brianna Jones from monadelano.com. Let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Startup Smarter Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Johnson. And on today's podcast, I'm sitting down with my good friend, Brianna Jones from the premium women's street brand, Mona Delano. Brianna, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So give us the background on Mona Delano. Tell us how Mona Delano came to be. Well, I always wanted to start a business, but I just never really knew what I wanted to do. But a few years ago, I started a new job. And I had a lot of downtime early on in that job. So I had a lot of free time to do some research. And then it just hit me one day, you know, why not a women's streetwear brand? It fit my personality, fit my style, fit my interests. And that's how I got started. Okay. So I'm curious, why did you decide to enter into clothing? Because at first blush, the women's streetwear category seems pretty competitive with established brands like Carhartt, WIP, Stussy, Kith. I guess what I'm trying to ask is what makes Mona Delano so different? Well, I chose clothing because I've always liked clothes and sneakers. And it's true that clothing is very competitive, but I wasn't necessarily connecting with any of the brands that I saw out there. So I felt like they're 
there was an untapped market there. Okay. So let's discuss the validation part a little bit. So how many pieces of clothing did you decide to create at the beginning before you really started to ramp up production? So I just started really small with four pieces, just a small batch. I kind of just wanted to test the response. So, you know, I had those pieces and I would tell people about the idea and the feedback was pretty good. So that's what made me continue. Okay. And what were those uh, four pieces? It was two t-shirts, a sweatshirt, and a hoodie. All right. Cool. So I run a class and masterminds, as you know, to help others launch their businesses One of the questions that I get a lot is, how do I start a clothing business? So I'm curious, what's your process look like for getting your products designed, created, and in front of your audience? Well, for me, initially, um, I just started with my logo. I got that created using Fiverr. And then later on down the road, I had the, the icon portion, the flame lily. I had that redesigned by a friend. And now I just use a fulfillment website called Printful. So using the logo and any designs that I create in Adobe Illustrator, I upload it to Printful. And then it's automatically on the website. And then it, it prints whenever someone orders. And then I promote it using social media, word of mouth, and networking. That's pretty slick. So that means you don't have a lot of inventory just laying around. So uh, how did you find Printful? Um, I think someone told me about it, like through casual conversation. I had heard about it, but I never really looked into it until someone said, oh, I'm using Printful. You should check it out. Once they said that, I was like, "Okay, let me check it out. That makes sense. So it sounds like you did some networking before you even started your business. So what was that process like? Did you go to a bunch of meetup groups to learn about clothing and manufacturing, all this stuff? Or was this all basically research you did by yourself? No, actually. The meetups are where I kind of got like my first feedback, tell people about the idea and they seemed excited. And then later on down the line, I would go to like other workshops for fashion. And that's where I eventually um, met someone who told me about Primple. That makes sense. So any big lessons you've learned about like the manufacturing process that you like to share with the listeners, like the goods, the bads, the things they should be ready for? Honestly, I'm still learning. The the weird thing about manufacturing, at least for clothing, it it just seems like it's really secretive or like there's not a lot of information. So you have to really dig. And actually, before I even started using Printful, I went to meet with a manufacturer, but I realized that I was kind of like in over my head. So that's when I started taking sewing classes and going to different meetups to try and learn more about the fashion process and the fashion business. But I would say for anybody who is going to meet with manufacturers, just make sure you ask a lot of questions. Maybe, you know, what do they specialize in? What are their minimums? Questions like that. Uh, I see. I was going to ask you, like, what exactly did you mean when you said in over your head? And it was more so asking those clarifying questions, like, what do you specialize in? What are your minimums or MOQs? Anything else? Making sure that you have all those legal things that you need, you know, different tags and labels. Because when I went in there, you know, I had my ideas. I'm like, oh, I want to make this. (laughs) And then she was kind of like, oh, well, you have to have this and you got to do that. It just it just kind of hit me like, oh, okay, maybe I need to take a step back and educate myself a little bit and then return at a later date. That's good. That's a really good approach. Kind of go backwards, get all your stuff together and then go right back at it. Really smart. So one thing that really stands out about your brand is that you have great photography. And I love that you try and work at developing a great lifestyle feel to your brand. So are you the one taking all these great Instagram shots or do you have a team? 
No, it's not me. Sometimes I just have friends who happen to have a camera and we'll just go out and take some pictures. I'm actually a part of some fashion meetups where people just meet up and designers come, models come, and photographers get together. And we just take pictures and network and feed off of each other creatively. And then I also use stock photos that I think fit the brand just to kind of illustrate our style. That makes sense. So let's say that we're at a meetup together. How how does that conversation work? Like if I'm a photographer and you have this brand, are you saying like, hey, I'll give you uh, a shirt if you take some pictures for me? Like how does that conversation work out? Well, usually it's kind of like a, a trade for print style, so it's not necessarily monetary. It's like, okay, I'm a photographer and I need to build my portfolio. You're a designer and you need pictures for your brand, so let's just get together. I take the pictures and now, boom, you have pictures for your brand and my portfolio has been built up. That's brilliant. I like that trade. That makes a lot of sense. And then, of course, you guys have a good connection and you want to do something outside of the meetup then that may be where the the money comes in. Okay. So in terms of a minimum investment, how much money would you recommend that a person has before they start a clothing business? So I would say if you're starting like I did with the t-shirts and just the printing, probably a couple hundred dollars, if that. You're going to need money for your logos or designs and just print a small batch to gauge a response and then go from there, decide how much you want to invest from there. So you said gauge a response. I'm really curious to dive in there. Are you using Facebook to gauge a response or like Instagram? How are you validating that portion to say like, hey, this is working and how are they paying for your clothes? Yeah, so I use social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, but really I pay attention to when I meet people in person, their reaction in person is what really drives me. And are you usually you like wearing the clothes or do you kind of like just have them in your car as you're going around? Oh, no, I'm always wearing my clothes. I dig it. You have to live the brand. Absolutely. All right. So are there any tools or books that have really helped you on your journey? I did read this book. I think it's called Accounting for Small Businesses. I don't know. I kind of alternate. Like I'll read a business book and then I'll read like a non, like a fictional book just to kind of get like different waves of inspiration, I guess. But yeah, I can't think of a name of a book off the top of my head right now. I'm interested because accounting was the first topic that came to your mind. So why accounting in particular? Because it's it's very important. Like, you know, this is a creative business, but it's a business. And you need to know what you're spending, where your money's coming in, what's your most profitable product, things like that. And I think a lot of people, especially creatives, like shy away from that sometimes. But You need to know it. You need to understand it, at least understand it enough so that you can hire someone else when the time comes and you can discuss it with them. You know, if you're going over numbers, you know what they're talking about and you won't get taken advantage of. Really good advice. So let's talk about the marketing side of your business. Uh, What are some of the challenges you had when trying to market your business when you first launched? I would say probably the branding and storytelling aspect of it. I could see what I wanted to create, but I couldn't always necessarily articulate it the way I wanted to. So that's something that even to this day is still a work in progress. All right. So let's talk tactics. Are you currently tracking your audience and figuring out what your demographics are and what they look like using online tools? 
Yeah, so um, Facebook and Instagram Insights, Google Analytics, Shopify Analytics, because Shopify is the website platform, and also MailChimp, that's the email marketing platform I use. Okay, and how are you using that data to help grow your business? Just to see, you know, like what's working. Is there a certain language that my audience like? Is there a certain visual that they're drawn to? Are there certain products that they like more than others? Are there products that they're completely ignoring? So just paying attention to those little things, that's how, you know, I use those tools. And that's really smart because I see a lot of new businesses when they first start up, they get so energetic and hyped up about the creative part of the business. But when it comes to the more like sticky situations like the accounting and then also the analytics portion of it, they just kind of start slacking on that. So I'm glad that you're using those tools. And uh, I'll be sure to definitely put those links to the ones you mentioned before in the show notes. So really good stuff. Good insight. So before you had talked about you use uh, these online social media platforms. So any advice on how a person starting a clothing business should go about choosing the right kind of platform to advertise their clothing business? I would say for a creative business, I would think something like an Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you know, anything that has those visual capabilities is really, I would say, central to your your social media marketing. But I'd say like if you had like a service business, Twitter and Facebook may be more appropriate. Gotcha. So leverage the ones that actually have a huge visual component to actually show the clothes, right? Absolutely. So what's something that you're grateful for that's been a direct result of running your own business? The learning process. I just enjoy figuring things out, something new, like, oh, wow, that never occurred to me. So I have a background in marketing, like I have a degree in marketing. And sometimes I've noticed when I'm in the business, I don't see certain things. But if I'm talking about it or researching it, and I'm like, Oh, of course. Like, why didn't I think of that? So it's just interesting to see how, like, I'll be in the business and it won't necessarily click until I take a step back and look at it from the outside. Okay. And it looks like you built quite the business for yourselves. And one question that we ask all of our guests is, if you had to start over again from day one, what would be your number one smart tip for launching a successful business? My number one tip would be to just start. I've been doing this for a few years and I would say, I've like started and stopped a lot and I've like second guessed myself a lot, but I would say just start and keep going, like keep moving forward. You'll learn things along the way. Of course, you're going to make some missteps, but that's all a part of the process. It's all a part, part of the journey. Just be an advocate for your business. Don't be afraid to tell people about it. Don't be afraid to be a champion of it. Don't be afraid to be proud of it. Start and keep going. Don't be afraid to be proud of it and just start. Great insight. Brianna, thanks so much for spending your time with us and joining the show and sharing what you know. Where can people go to find out more about what you're up to? You can head to monadelano.com. That's M-O-N-A-D-E-L-A-N-O.com. And also we created a free shipping code for all of our listeners today. It's Start Smart. That's in all caps. You can get free shipping. All right. I hope you enjoyed my episode with Brianna from monadelano.com. Now, some of my biggest takeaways from this episode was how she went about networking. You know, she used networking to help validate her idea before she moved forward and spent a lot of money getting all this stuff together and potentially making clothes that no one would purchase. So in order to help her do that, she went out there to networking events using Meetup and other groups to go ahead and meet people that would ultimately end up being her customers. So really smart stuff. 
The second thing that I took away from this episode was she also used networking to find photographers. And when you look at Mona Delano online, like an Instagram or Pinterest, you'll notice that she has really good lifestyle photos, which, you know, is by design. And getting lifestyle photography can be pretty expensive and out of a lot of people's price point starting out. Now, what she did instead is that she said, hey, let me find some photographers in these groups and have an exchange in value. So they needed shots to be added to their portfolio and she needed luxury shots for her brand, for her website and her e-commerce store. So they just had an exchange in value there. And I thought that was really smart. So good tactic there. And lastly, one of the biggest takeaways that I had from this episode was how she uses her analytics to guide her business moving forward. A lot of the times when you have an e-commerce store and maybe it's not working out at the very beginning, you often have people that are jumping into the store. And if you have, let's say your Facebook pixel set up or your Google analytics set up or any other tracking mechanisms, it can tell you a lot of good information about the people visiting your site. And if you have more people in a certain demographic looking at your site or looking at your products, maybe you can design ads around those people that are coming to that store, right? So, and then this is especially true if you have people that are purchasing your products. You can go ahead, find out what that customer looks like by way of their demographics, build ads around that, and bring in more people that look and act like that into your store to increase your sales. So really smart that she's already doing the analytics portion of that early on in her business. Now, if you or anyone else enjoy high-end women's streetwear, Brianna is giving Startup Smarter listeners a special discount on all of her products when you go use the code STARTSMART. And you can get the link to view her website and all of her clothes by going to the show notes over at startupsmarter.net forward slash podcast and looking for episode 17. And lastly, don't forget to join the Startup Smarter podcast listeners over at our official Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash startupsmarter.net. There we'll be sharing fun behind the scenes content, answering questions from the community and helping you start your next big business idea. This week's episode has been lovingly edited and produced by our interns, Daniel Wanger and Eric Mercado from the Startup Smarter podcast team. This wraps up episode number 17 of the Startup Smarter podcast. This is Joe Johnson signing off, and I'll see you on the next episode. 